Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Glad that you chose today to stop by the Joe Pag Show. We've got Simona Magiante Papadopoulos. She's going to talk about Ukraine, going to talk about guns, going to talk about Biden's uh, image in Europe, which is where she is. She's in Greece today. And we'll also have Michael Franzis on his book, Mafia Democracy is Out. Plus, ask him about the passing of Ray Liotta. And he's got a lot to say about that as well. The Joe Pag Show coming your way on a Friday. Give me some strings. Let's go. Horn section. That's right. That was me. Carrie, how's it going? It's going Carrie's okay. in the house. There we go. Paul will make it happen. There is Sam. All right, let's go. Bring it up, Bob. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's Thank God it is Friday. Let's go. Friday. Bring it down. Thank God it's Thank God it is Friday. Why not? Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Ah, uh, freedom. Uh-huh. Say what? Bring it down. How are you, chocolate voice, all right? Fantastic. That's what some say. Again, Polo and Sam along for the ride as well. Get it done for you, making it happen. More dumb politics today. We'll talk about some of that. There are a couple of stories that jumped out at me. By the way, on a free speech Friday, whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. The phone number is 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. I don't say this often. Last This week I said it before. But um, our show is live 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. We're live 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Now, the reason why I say that is I actually got an email from somebody who works at one of our radio stations saying, hey, there's something wrong with your phone number. There's nothing wrong with the phone number. The phones are open between those hours. Outside of those hours, you will always get a busy signal or it'll say not available, something like that. So if the station runs the show outside of when we're live, I love the station. I love being on there. I love the listeners there. But realize that if you're getting a a nonstop busy and you're outside of those hours, you can still get a hold of me. Just go to JoePags.com, scroll down to the bottom, and click on Contact. It's really that simple. Now, many stations, I think probably most stations hear us live, and if you're hearing us live in those hours, again, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern and 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific, I'm not complaining about not being on live at your station, but for you to participate in the show, you'll have to hear it somewhere where it's live, or you listen to it later, and then, listen, I'll get emails from people that say, I heard your podcast from last Tuesday, and remember when you said this, and then I'll try to answer that as well. So I do want you to participate, but don't get confused if you're calling outside of those hours, the phones are not on. And, uh, and that's really just to save you the hassle of getting through and hearing the voice say, hold on for the next uh, available this. No, we, we just don't let you get through because it saves you time and money and, and, and all that. But again, if it's outside of those hours, we are simply not here to listen to it, to answer the calls, and you can't send it through, through to a show that's already over. Carrie, that makes sense, right? Uh, very much so, yes. And we love the stations that run us a little bit later. That's not a, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that if people are complaining they can't get through, it's because we're not live. But um, but now you know when the live hours are and so on. Oh, if you want to watch the show as we do it, hold on a second. If you want to watch the show as we do it, just go to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now, and it's between those hours you'll see us do it. Yes, Carrie. 
I was going to say, uh, for those, you know, stations who carry us at a later time, you could give out your cell phone number so they can call you at any time or I can give it out if you want, you know. Um, I, I think that we should probably stick with just your number, which is 1-800-CARRY-SUCKS, for even bringing that up today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why do I have to give my phone number? I think they want to get in touch with you. They want to talk to you. So, if you're, you know, you're there for as the As close people, as we are for saying. 17 years, I don't think you've ever called my cell phone. I certainly don't want people at <laughs> midnight who hear it. the show in Atlantic City or whatever to call my number and say, hey, just wanted to comment hey, on that one on? thing. <laughs> uh, no. No, no. I'm playing Fortnite. I'm doing a TikTok uh-huh, or something. Yes. Um, all right. So, I, I am... I gotta tell you, man, I'm wound up, and I'm wound up yeah. this week, as you could already tell. And I'm not gonna do a big long rant, but but I, I'm wound up because I'm so sick and tired of talking about the same thing. It's not what makes this show what it is. Uh, we come on, we talk about body functions, we have some fun. I, I do parody songs. I haven't done one in two weeks, maybe even longer than that. Last one I did, no, you guys didn't like it. The listeners did, um, but I I want to get back to doing that. It's hard to do. When the 24-hour news cycle is constantly pushing all this woke garbage on us, constantly pushing why one amendment, um, the, the First Amendment, allows you to burn down entire cities and you can't complain, but the Second Amendment is somehow killing everybody, which it's not. Um, I'm tired of it, but you can't not do it because then I don't expose how stupid people are in Washington or in Austin or in Tallahassee or in Albany or whatever. So I have to do it. Because if I didn't, I would lose the audience that relies on us for news and information. But keep in mind, we like to entertain here as well. So it's got me frustrated. It's got me a little bit wound up. Plus, I've had this headache for like a month. Is that normal to have a headache for a month? You need to go to the doctor, I'm thinking. No, 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 no. I'm not going to the doctor because the doctor will find something wrong. That's his job. (laughs) Well, you still should go to the doctor and have it checked out. Okay. So so I've got that going for me, which is nice. And, and I'm not I'm not sleeping very well, and I think that all of this does it, it gets bottled up, and eventually I'm going to explode. But I have to cover these stories because there are other options on the radio dial or on the podcast listening list that might be talking about these issues, and people still want to hear it. And as a former talk show listener, I don't listen to talk radio much at all anymore. I used to when Rush was still around. If I happened to be in the car, I would listen to Rush. He was the king. I don't really have the time to listen to other shows. Not that they're not good, they're great. I just don't have time to do it because I'm trying to prepare what it is that I want to talk about on my show. But um, in, in floating around, I know that people feel like they've got to do three hours of the same damn thing, and it just gets so tiresome. It just does. Um, it's, not, it's not what I like to do, and it's not why I think this show is successful. Keep in mind, now that you know the times that we're live, there are several big shows on at the same time as we are, and we are kicking that ass. We have a lot of stations that they all wish they had, but we have them because we do bring a different angle of the same stories generally, but we'll look at it from a different perspective. And I, as a talk show listener, I would tune in and I would try to get an escape. But Carrie, I think that I was different, to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. I always talk about this guy I listened to in South Florida. Those of you in the you know, Palm Beach Broward date area, you know, you remember Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers was gay. He was um, a, a liberal. And I listened to him four hours a day every day from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. because he was hilarious. It didn't matter to me what his politics were. And he would call out idiots for being idiots. And, and I liked that because it wasn't, no, the news. You know, people think that we're NPR or PBS and we have to do these stories over and over and over and just drive them into the ground like, some, like a stake. I don't want to do that. But what's the balance? You know what I mean? And you're the news lady. I mean, if I came out here, didn't cover the big stories of the day, mm. people would shut it off because yeah. a lot of people expect to hear that exactly. off the top. And you have to. Yeah, you have to address those. You have to talk about it. So we try to take it from a different angle. But how do you do that with 21 dead in Uvalde? How do you do that when the, the Tulsa 
shooting isn't even being talked about because the target was black and the and the attacker was black. Uh, how, how do you not pay attention to Chicago when the news isn't pushing Chicago 50 shootings over the weekend, at least 10 dead? But we are going to talk about the other shooting that happened in Buffalo because we can call it white supremacy, and that's really the issue in the country. And then Biden comes out last night and talks about guns. He wants to move the age to 21. Did you see the back and forth with, uh, with Nadler? And and I forget who he was talking to. It was one of the one of the Republican um, no. uh, members of the of the House. Nadler is the is is the the chairman of this committee, and he says that he would be for moving the age to twenty one to buy a rifle. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Republican who's on, and I don't remember who it was. It wasn't somebody that I knew by by face. I did hear what his name was, but I can't remember what it was. And somebody will email me now and say you should know this. You should know everything. Um, but the Republican said, "Are you for drafting people at eighteen? And Nadler said yes. He said, okay, so you're for drafting people at 18 and giving them weaponry to go kill people in war, but you're not for the American citizen having the same right to have that rifle at the house to protect themselves. No, I'm not. All right, so why, why would you be okay in one instance and not in the other instance? Well, because uh, you don't have to have a certain set of skills to be, to be drafted. I mean, what he said was so stupid. He acted as though those who were being drafted we're not as smart or something. Because he was talking about how an 18-year-old isn't developed yet. And you, you got to be 21 just to have a developed mind. The car I moved out at 17 mm-hmm. and started earning a wage when I was 12. So I'm not really sure how Jerry Nadler, who's just a fat guy who sits on a committee in Washington, how he gets off to say that he can just pull a number out of the air and say an 18-year-old isn't ready, but a 21-year-old is. Right, right. When you and I both know that two years ago, Nancy Pelosi wanted 16-year-olds to vote. Oh, that is correct. It looked like he was sparring with um, Jim Jordan. For that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel like it was Jim Jordan because no? I would know Jim. He's been on the show a lot, okay. so I'm sure that. I'm, no, I I agree with you that there must have been some back and forth with Jordan and Nadler. I would okay. be I would be completely surprised if there weren't. Uh, so I believe you, and I'm sure that you saw that. But there was some, there was one guy who specifically, and and if it ends up being Jim Jordan, then I then I stand corrected. I'm sure that what you're saying is correct that they that they had a butting of the heads figuratively. Of course they did because Jim Jordan's right and Jerry Nadler's an idiot. But um, but in this exchange, it made no sense. And at the end of the day, it might be Jim Jordan. Who knows? But it made no sense that he was literally saying that the 18-year-old mind is not yet mature enough to handle the responsibility. And then he was asked, and it might have been by Jordan, he was asked, well, well, are you for changing the draft, the draft age to 21? Whoever this person was was saying, well, then let's be consistent. Let's make the draft age 21. And Natalie, oh, no, 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 no. It's got to stay 18. Well, how is one okay and the other one isn't okay? You're giving them even more massive firepower when they go off to war. What are you talking about? Well, we have special needs in the draft. I mean, just did, what he was saying didn't make sense. But that's what I that's what I deal with every day. And I'm like, I almost sent you guys all a note today. Hey, any ideas for a parody? What are we going to do a parody about, the AR-15? What, what, what's the parody mm-hmm. going to be? Hey, NRA? I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, you, you know really what I mean? Can't. So I want to lighten it yeah. up. I want to have some fun. But what do I do with it? Then I saw Jennifer Granholm say, just something about gas isn't going to be below four dollars a gallon for the rest of the year, but it might stabilize. I mean, I thought about maybe doing something with that and talking about the word gas a lot, but I just don't. You don't have that creative juice ready to go because there's so much negative crap going on all the time. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. I completely understand. Yeah. And I don't want you, yeah. and I don't want Polo, and I don't want Sam or the listeners to feel bad. I get paid a lot of money to do this job. I, I'm very happy with my job, but it just. 
you want to get to the point to where you can start having a little bit of fun again yeah. while giving the news and the information. You know how many emails I got, uh, what was it, yesterday or two days ago where I just went on that rant complaining about hotel rooms and everything else? Oh, yeah, it was two, two, days, ago? two days ago, I think. Yeah, All right, it was how many emails I got? Oh, my God, I love that. I love that. I, I, was, I spit out my <laughs> drink. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. So I want to go and do stuff like that. But then you've got a you've got a, a list of people that will email me and call to say get on the topics. I yeah. listen for information. You wasted so much time talking to, to Carrie today, or Carrie wasted time instead of giving the news talking about her son. No, no, that's who we are. It's what we do. But there are so many stories that I think you and I would agree could be a one in the a block on a newscast. Mm-hmm. That how do you not cover them? You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. We have to, or you have to, absolutely. The same that goes, you know, same that goes for the news. There are some times where, man, once I get out of here, I don't want anything more to do with the news yeah. because it's nothing but sadness and depression and pain and horrible, horrible things. Right. And you just got to get away from it. But sometimes, honestly, you can't. You can't. And and odd but true, we're human beings too. <laughs> Oddly. If we cover what? these every single day, we're going to be affected by it somehow. And I think that I'm feeling a bit of a mental effect. I'm feeling a bit of a physical effect. Mm-hmm. And the way that I usually alleviate that is talking about farts. The way that I alleviate that is by playing the saxophone or, or doing a parody or do, just doing something off the beaten path. And I want to do that, but I don't lose half the audience because I'm not covering what they think we should be covering. Right. It's a very interesting balancing act. I've never been that guy that would just knee jerk and do what I think... The audience wants. I normally do the show the best I can, and you do. So does Polo. So does Sam. And, and and hopefully those listening will like it and come back. And so far that that model has worked. But we're literally forced to do this now. You yes. know what I mean? Because yeah. if you don't, well, then what the hell? Why am I listening to this show? Exactly. They're, they're and trust me, I'll get an email it. now. Why why'd you spend fifteen minutes on that? I'm sure you, you will. Know, because I you know. can kiss my ass. There is no That's winning. Why. They're not right All now. All right. So yes. I want to get to a topic here before we hit the break. Um, and this is Wokeville, USA again. I was on an app called Cameo. Cameo is where a public figure, I guess me, I don't know, whatever, can put a a profile up and somebody can say, hey, can you wish my wife happy birthday? She loves your show. I do a video. They give me a couple of bucks. I think it could be 30, could be 45, whatever the hell it is. They give me a couple of bucks and they actually get a personalized message from me. I know Rudy Giuliani's on there. I know Ted Nugent is on there. I know a lot of very big names are on there. I'm but a small fish in that pond. I, I had several requests. I filled them. I thought it was kind of neat, kind of funny. I sent it off. People seemed to like it. So today I get an email, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And the email says, please consider donating your profits from Cameo to LGBTQ nonprofits. Ooh, okay. now, what, what have I missed? This is a guy who came up with an app. Very wise app to get people on board. I think you can go to and get Snoop Dogg can do you a video. Mm-hmm. You got all sorts of pe- people on there that you would know that can do a video for you. Mike Tyson will do a video for you. So that's your platform. You have people on there from every walk of life, from every sport, every entertainment angle, every broadcasting angle, people who are known, people who are very well known, and nothing about the app ever said you've got to lean this way or lean that way politically to be part of this app. So I'm looking at my email and I'm going, what is your conniption that you sent me this email to suggest that I take any profits that I make off of what I do for a living and send it off to a nonprofit that you've decided you would choose because it's so-called Pride Month? What, what exactly are you thinking that you're profiting off of my name, my face, and the videos that I produce? Cameo has to do nothing except exist to get a piece of the action, right? Right. 
Why are you asking me to send my profit somewhere? Who are you to tell me about a nonprofit for some special interest group that, that you want me to support in June? So you know what I did? I deleted the app. I deleted my yeah. profile. I'm off of Cameo now. That's it. And you've got a story about a great eatery that many people watching and listening love. Yep. And, and suddenly, I don't know if they were trying to hide this, but suddenly they're all woke too. What do you have? From the Blaze, Pizza Hut's book club for young students promotes books to pre-kindergarten children about little kids dressing up as drag queens. And the Pizza Hut Book It program started in 1984. The Camp Book It program provides children with a free pizza if they complete a monthly reading goal. And the libs of TikTok Twitter account reveal the Pizza Hut Book Club recommends young children read books about drag queens. Uh, the Book It website states, This June we are celebrating Pride Month and the diversity of the LGBTQ plus community. These three books explore the uniqueness of every person, celebrate our individuality, and encourage kids to see what makes us different, makes us special. Uh, the Pizza Hut Book Club proposes that pre-K through third grade children read the Big Wig book. Publisher Simon & Schuster describes Big Wig as an irrepressible picture book that celebrates drag kids' individuality and self-confidence from the perspective of a fabulous wig. When a child dresses in drag to compete in a neighborhood costume competition, he becomes B.B. Bedazzle. A key part of B.B. Bedazzle's ensemble is a wig called Wig, the description reads, together they are an unstoppable drag queen team, but Wig feels inadequate compared to the other bigger wigs. When Wig flies off BB's head, she goes from kid to kid, instilling confidence and inspiring dreams in those who wear her. For children pre-K through first grade, the Book It program advocates the Be Amazing, a history of pride book. The book's written by Desmond is Amazing, a boy who started attending drag shows at five years old and performed a drag show in front of adults at a gay bar at age 11. There you go. There you go. Our kids in elementary school should learn how to read through the Book It program at Pizza Hut by reading about drag queens and LGBTQ issues from a place that is famous for making pizza. Pizza Hut can also kiss my ass. Your thoughts, 1-888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Or go to the website, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. You're listening to Joe Pags. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. The Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you, have you heard the big news? I hope you have. Greta Van Susteren is back. She's coming to Newsmax TV, and she's coming very, very soon. In fact, she's joining Newsmax as a host of her brand-new program, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Starting June 14th, Greta reports of the big stories from Washington, giving you the facts you need to know. Greta is smart, asks the tough questions, is always fair. Used to love watching her on CNN. Used to love watching her on Fox. Now she's on Newsmax. Great journalism is what Greta brings. She brings it the way it ought to be. I made the switch to Newsmax a long time ago, like millions of others. So make the switch and watch Greta Van Susteren. Get info about her new show. Just text the word Greta, G-R-E-T-A, to 39747. Greta to 39747 or go to GretaIsBack.com. GretaIsBack.com. That's the website. Make the switch today to Newsmax. It's America's fastest growing cable news channel. And get the latest on Greta's new show by texting her name, Greta, to 39747. Again, Greta to 39747. Newsmax is real news for real people. I watch it all the time. You should as well. All right, we come back. We've got time for phone calls on this. Turns out Taco Bell is woke as well. 
888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Will you stop going to these places, stop using their, getting their food and their services, or you don't care? Keep it here. Coming back. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I want to send out a, a shout-out to Howie. Howie is a brand-new listener. He loves the program. He says he can't get enough. He would like to hear more of what he heard in the first half hour. So, Howie, God bless you. I'm glad that you found this, this show. And stick around, man. It gets even better from there. Carrie, isn't that great when we get a new listener like Howie? <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. I, I, I Listen, mm-hmm. that's the kind of – I'm all about Howie. Mm-hmm. I might talk about Howie for the next I 20 minutes. I think we all are. Yeah. What I like about yeah. Howie is that he doesn't send really long-winded emails that say nothing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, like, go on and on and on in the email just to say absolutely nothing right. other than – his worldview is the only worldview that really matters. So, Howie, thank you. I appreciate that you're still listening and that you'll continue to listen. Great to have a new listener. If I could, if I knew Howie's like, address, I might send him a Joe Pag Show shirt. Oh, I'm sure he would love that. And a mug, too. Why not? That would right? be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Send him a he chocolate voice it. mug. Oh, yeah. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. So, we've got Pizza Hut is woke. And uh, we also have Cameo is woke. No, you can't get me on Cameo anymore. I canceled it. You cannot get me to do a video for you. Not that people were, Carrie, people weren't lining up mm, to get the video. No. But a lot really? of people did get a video. A lot of people oh, got, you know. Well, that was nice. Yeah. I'm sure they hey, appreciated that. Happy birthday, Loretta. You know, yeah. whatever. It, hey, just, so you know, you there it was. sent one to Howie. Well, Howie didn't ask. If Howie yeah. asked, that would make an exception. I'd send him one directly. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah. that he and his Good entire family, yeah. Yeah. you know, have a great, have a great year. Stuff. So um, having said that. You've got Pizza Hut is woke. Uh, we have to learn about the drag queens in at Pizza Hut in the Book It program. And I remember Book It. The Book It program, I, I was not in it. But I know that my school somehow was engaged in it mm-hmm. with Pizza yeah, Hut. And I thought that. it was a really good thing. Hey, here's a, here's a local pizza joint. Yeah, you get Everybody a free pizza. There. So many books you, get a, you read? Yeah. Exactly right. But the, now they're adding books that are about specific agendas? It doesn't make sense. And, and I know that Pepsi, at, at least at one point, owned both Pizza Hut and and Taco Bell. I, I'm, I'm guessing PepsiCo still does. I don't know. I think it used to be Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and I think Kentucky Fried Chicken. KFC was in there. By the way, you notice they don't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore? It's KFC, right? KFC, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Because when Colonel Sanders died in his will, he willed something to K- to Kentucky Fried Chicken for all of eternity. So the company that bought Kentucky Fried Chicken changed the name. They made it KFC. Okay. To not have to benefit whatever it was that he set up to benefit. So that that's always interesting as well. But now it turns out Taco Bell, this story that Sam found from, from April, talks about Taco Bell and the fact that there's some other, what is it, Drag Queens R Us or some crap at Taco Bell now? Do you see this? Uh, yeah, this is from, I guess, their news release from TacoBell.com. Taco Bell's rolling out the purple carpet for a new immersive fan experience, Drag Brunch. Starting in May, fans across the United States will be able to participate in Taco Bell Drag Brunch, a one-of-a-kind experience coming to Taco Bell cantinas in select cities. 
Each show will be hosted by the fabulous drag performer and taco extraordinaire Kcedia and feature performances from local queens and kings that will transform any morning from mild to fire. Fans who attend the event will be immersed in an environment featuring captivating visual backdrops, craveable breakfast menu items, thrilling lip syncs, and extraordinary high kicks and dips. As a brand that brings people together, the Taco Bell Drag Brunch experience is rooted in celebrating the LGBTQIA plus community and creating a safe and welcoming space for all. Uh, to further its mission to break down barriers to education, the Taco Bell Foundation is supporting the It Gets Better project with a grant to expand workforce readiness resources for LGBTQIA plus youth around the globe. Each drag brunch will have dedicated time spotlighting the It Gets Better project and provide attendees with information on how they can get involved. Okay. Now they always say things like, because they want to show how inclusive they are or something, they want to show how they're accepting and open to everybody, how welcoming they are. No, you're not. I don't want drag queens teaching my kids how to read or making tacos or anything. I don't want drag queens uh, um, at Pizza Hut uh, in books. I I don't want that. I, I don't want that perpetrated on our children because it doesn't make sense that a drag queen, which is a man dressing like a woman and then performing, should be in these places where they can have an influence on little kids. You want to have your drag show? I support you. Go ahead and have your drag show. You want to do it? You want to do it great? You want to sound just like Barbara Streisand dressing up like a a chick? God bless you. People will come and listen if you're great. That's cool. Why does Taco Bell or Pizza Hut or Cameo, why do they need me to agree with that, because this is not bringing people together. This is literally saying we're going to put the needs and the and the thoughts of these people in this very tiny category above the concerns of parents who want their kids to learn how to read. It, it, I don't understand it. Make tacos, make pizza, host a website where I can do a video for somebody. And this is all about environmental, social, and governance. This is um. ESG. A lot of people have been telling me, have you learned about ESG yet? Have you learned about ESG? It sounds like, and I watched Glenn's you know, a video on this. Glenn Beck did a great job with this video. Um, it sounds like there is some sort of monetary, some sort of funding tied to you doing what we're seeing these, these entities do. If you have a good ESG score, then you'll get more funding and you'll be paid somehow more through grants, whether they be from, from world entities or just specifically United States entities, and we're trying to somehow force these companies to inject this stuff where it shouldn't go. There is no place in the pizza place for people to talk about their sexual orientation, the fact that they, they like to dress like the other gender, they're transvestites, which is people who dress like the other gender. Um, is, just give me a pizza. Just, just give me my tacos. Take a 12-pack. Now, I have done what I said I would do. I love Nike products. I haven't bought a Nike product in years. I don't buy them. I don't, I'm not going to help that company. Now, are they failing because of me? Of course not. But I feel better that I'm not supporting a company that thinks lying and, and putting Colin Kaepernick out as their, their, their person, their spokesperson, I'm not going to help that company make, make any of my money. I'll spend my money on New Balance or somebody else. I also don't watch NFL football anymore. I'm not going to give them my eyeballs to watch their ads. That gives them more money. I want their ratings to go down because they're they're excluding me because they not only are they allowing people to kneel for the national anthem, they are promoting it, and they're going to spend a hundred million dollars on on black communities or something. I, I don't I don't know why 
we're separating black from white, from Hispanic, from Asian, from American Indian, but that's exactly what the NFL's doing. Plus, changing the name of the Redskins was stupid. The whole thing doesn't make any sense. So I don't, I don't watch any of that. I don't help them with their ratings or buy their products. Uh, also, I don't watch it Major League Baseball, although they weren't as woke. Now you've got the, the coach, the, the manager of the San Francisco Giants. I forget the guy's name, whatever. He used to be a ball player. I, re, I remember watching Gabe Kapler, I think is the guy's name. Um, he, he used to be a ball player. It was pretty good. Turns out he's some woke idiot who's not going to go out for the national anthem until his country changes. The country that, of course, affords him the millions of dollars that he makes. And in the country where he's protected by good guys with guns, he, after Uvalde, said, I'm not going to come out for the national anthem. Oh, good, then I won't watch. I won't watch. You won't get my ratings. You won't get the money that you would get for my eyeballs watching. I'm not going to go buy anything from the advertisers on that program during your game. Same thing with the NBA. They're complicit in not, in not saying a word about China treating the, the Muslim Uyghurs like garbage, killing them, killing people and harvesting their organs, locking up anybody who says an askance word about the government, but the NBA doesn't care because it's worth billions of dollars a year and the NBA will continue to be complicit. I will not watch the NBA until they wake up and realize that it's the National Basketball Association and the nation is the United States of America. You don't need to kowtow to somebody because there's money attached. Same thing with the ESG. There's a lot of money attached here. And these companies think that they have to bend the knee and bend over backward for ESG when these companies are not where they are because of their social or their 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 duties as the environmental, social, and governance, you know, A plus rating. That's not they're there because they made a good pizza. They're there because they made a good taco. They're there because they had a website where they could house people who could take a picture or a video for somebody who's interested in getting that, then they get a piece of the action. There was no reason to go ESG here. Yet for some reason they always give in. And I'm here to say, we wouldn't know the term Pizza Hut had it not been for us lifting you to the, to, to the place where you are. You did a good job with the food. We bought the food. We gave you the money. It was a pretty good partnership. Now, if I want my kid to go to Pizza Hut or Taco Bell, they have to know all about drag queens. Carrie, when you were four or five, did you know what a drag queen was? Uh, no, I did not. I don't know why our children today at that age are supposed to know about it. And clearly, that's the goal. Let's teach them about these very, very abnormal lifestyles. It is abnormal to be a drag queen. It is abnormal to be gay. It is abnormal to be trans. It is abnormal to be bi. Normal is male and female are attracted to each other and then procreate and make babies. That's, that's normal. That's generally what human beings do. Anything else that isn't the norm, and that's the norm, is abnormal, but the push here is to make them as if they're normal, and they're not. They're, I cannot think of one reason, not one, not even a half of reason, why any 4, 5, 6, 8, 10, 12, 15-year-old person needs to learn about drag queens in school or at Taco Bell or at Pizza Hut. I can't. I can't. I'd like to be able to say, oh, I get it. At least I see where they're coming from. Now I can argue against it. It's so illogical. It's so irrational that I cannot wrap my brain around it. Maybe you can. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com, thanks for being here. Got to remind you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks always rock, and you know, dads love steak. Dads want steak. In fact, for Father's Day coming up, why not go to OmahaSteaks.com, put in keyword PAGS, and get him what, he's, what he really wants. Just put PAGS in the search bar, click on that search button, and get the Dads Want Steaks package. For just $99, limited time package includes 16 mouth-watering entrees he is guaranteed to absolutely love. I'm talking about the bacon-wrapped filet mignons, the gourmet, uh, the gourmet jumbo franks, he said, and their boneless chicken breast, too. And for a sweet finish, those delicious uh, caramel apple tartlets are always great. Listen, you're going to love this. He's going to love this. He's going to share it with you. You're going to win, too. And, and this is just for 99 bucks for all this stuff. As a special gift, because you listen to my program, when you type in PAGS, P-A-G-S, in the search bar, and order the Dad's Want Steaks package. You're going to also get eight free, eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. They're full of bold, beefy flavor. They're made from 100% Omaha Steaks. It's awesome. you got to get these as well. Send Dad more than just a gift. Send him the experience he's going to love, and he's going to share it with you. Go to omahasteaks.com, type in PAGS, P-A-G-S, in the search bar. Order the Dad's Want Steaks package. You're going to get 16 entrees, four desserts, eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. You've got to go to omahasteaks.com. Put in keyword PAGS in the search bar right now. Uh, let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It is going to be uh, line one and Ron in West Virginia. Hi, Ron. How you doing, Joe? Living the dream, man. Talk hey, to me. Appreciate what you do. Appreciate what you're doing. Hey, Thank listen, you. that uh, this indoctrination of these young people by Taco Bell and Pizza Hut just just shows you how sick and depraved these people are. You know, you said this behavior was abnormal. Well, I agree with you. It is abnormal. It's also sinful. And if these people don't get on their knees and repent before an Almighty God, they're not only going to have fire in the morning. They're going to have fire in the afternoon and fire at night. So they need to they need to get over this. They need to repent, see the error of their ways, and, uh, you know, go on with life. Well, they're not going to, Ron, because they don't think they're doing anything wrong. Uh, and that's the problem here. So that's why we have to make sure that we vote with our pocketbooks and our wallets. That's all. We vote with our money. Why would you give money to a company that's going to use some of that money to bring on a book that's about drag queens to force down the throats of your of your kids in the Book It program? or to have a drag queen concert or show at Taco Bell. It doesn't make any sense. We go to Chris, San Antonio. Chris, what's up? Hey, Joe. Uh, I used to work for the Spurs. In fact, I met you there a couple of times cool. years back. And uh, when uh, everything went south for the with the NBA, I chose not to work there any longer. I, I don't do Starbucks. I don't do Coke. You kind of stole some of my thunder. Uh, I don't do... Apparently, I won't be doing Pizza Hut and uh, Taco Bell anymore because we do vote with our dollars every day. Good. Or, as the case may be, don't vote. And uh, we need to be loud and clear with where we spend our money and where we don't spend our money. And because that's the that's the only thing that's going to change their ways is when we hurt them in the pocketbook. Well, I'm with you. Exactly. Chris, exactly right. And again, I'm not going to drag the spurs at all here other than to say I used to be in. I played the national anthem a bunch of times at the stadium or at the uh, at the arena. Um, for some reason, the coach thought that he would come out against Trump. He would say a bunch of things that weren't true. I called him out for doing that, and that's it. I, my phone number was blocked by the top executives there. Nobody wanted to know anything about Joe Pags anymore. And you know what? My integrity means a lot. You know, for, for a guy who's a basketball coach, arguably the best who's ever done the job, to come out and decide he's a politician now and is going to attack, you know, President Trump, it didn't make sense to me, and it shouldn't have gone unchecked. Now, had I really wanted to keep that relationship, and believe me, I really wanted to keep it, I would have kept my mouth shut. That's the one, it's not who I am. I can't keep my mouth shut. I've got to be able to respond. And it didn't, didn't make sense to me. It didn't seem to be fair to me that one guy 
who I who was saying the incorrect, who just it was incorrect in what he was saying, can come out politically and suffers no consequences. And when the other guy comes out and and calls him on it, I suffer the consequences. So you know what? I haven't watched the Spurs game in three and a half years, four years, something like that. I pull for them. I want them to win. I want them to win every game, every season if they can. But as much as I was the biggest fan you'll ever find, I haven't gone to a game in a long time and haven't watched any of it on television. Now, there, there are several of you ass wagons out there that think that I'm lying about not watching football, not watching baseball, not watching basketball. It doesn't matter to me if you think I'm lying. I literally haven't done so because to me, it's more important to keep my integrity. That's more important. I'm not going to give in because I like watching this player play or like watching that team play or like pulling for the team that I grew up watching. Those teams, I didn't abandon them. They abandoned me. There was never a time when I was growing up where the head coach or the manager or the whomever would ever have come out and been this political, ever, because they were smart enough to understand that we don't want to alienate half of our audience. And, And believe me, They're alienating half of the audience. Now, a lot of you, and I'm not judging you, have said, I'm going to watch after the national anthem. I'm not going to listen to the the head coach on his his news conferences after the game. I'm going to literally only focus on the game that I love, and I'm not going to give it up. God bless you, man. If that's how you get your escape, then get your escape that way. God bless you. I I completely support what you're saying. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. And again, I'm not dragging the spurs. I'm telling you what happened when the head coach decided it was more important to him to say something about the president, or it might, might have been running up uh, to the presidency, but I believe he was the president when, he, when, when the head coach did this. For him to think that was more important than telling me about the big three, or telling me about DeJounte Murray, and what a big star he's going to be, or telling me why Kawhi Leonard isn't on the team anymore. That's what we want to know from him. He's not known for being the politician. So I didn't understand why he went there. So when I called him out, I paid the, the consequences. I suffered the consequences. In fact, I was invited to a game recently, and I said, eh, I'd rather not. Team isn't very happy with me right now. I don't know how I'd feel about being there. So, I mean, uh, that's the decision you have to make. I don't know why any brand USA would ever say, I'm going to literally tell half the population you suck, and the other half, po- half the population I'm on your side. Because now you're limiting what your audience is, whether it's a ball game or a service that you provide or it's food or a commodity that you sell. If you want that product to sell, you should want the widest swath of people you can get. And so it never made any sense to me. But it's, this is the way our society is. It's so far left-wing in all the big media, big Hollywood, big sports, you know, big, fill in the blank, big tech. They're all to the left. And if you don't get in line and stay on the left as well, you're out. I didn't think that was fair, so I stood up to it. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com, pick your social media. Choose the site that, you, that you'd that like to follow me on and go do so right now. Scroll to the bottom, click on contact. You can send me an email. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show.